The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh my god. 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 I wasn't sure I'd be able to find that in time, but just as we were coming uh, to live uh, radio, I saw it in the file. Uh, Jalen and I put it she, at the top for me. Did she? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, she was hiding somewhere and played that. You don't usually, <laughs> no. you don't usually push that button. <laughs> well, do you remember uh, the last funny. time, and it's been a while since you were in. Yeah. Gorse Stanky, by the way, joins us in studio. Brad Whisker in for Jay Lynn Nye, and I'm still Andrew Gross. Yeah, nice to see you guys. Nice to see you uh, as well, NBC. The last time you were here, I played it as a surprise to you, but I forgot to push the uh, Burley button, right? which is the operating button which uh, allows things to be broadcast from our operating system. Oh, out to the listeners. Right. So, right. I was, uh, so I we thought, heard it, but no one else did. Exactly. People heard 10 seconds of silence. And they heard us laughing like crazy. Right, like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, and, like yeah no offense, but... Right. Yeah. No. Well, Where have you been? Haven't seen you in like no, a month. Yeah, it's been busy. You were... Uh, I went to Vegas to oh, see yeah. the, the Golden Knights, and then That's you right. went the next week. Yeah, that I was did, what happened too. that one Thursday. They were still talking about you when I got there, so oh, you made quite right? the impression. Oh, that's good. And uh, that was quite a town, isn't it? I mean, it, it's all a blur now when you look back on it, but... Uh, it's changing that town. I, I hadn't been there in about 10 or 12 years. Oh, really? I, so. I barely recognized the place. Like, yeah. The Aladdin was gone. What happened to the dunes? I remember oh, I parked my motorcycle it. right in front of the dunes. I know. Not that long ago. You know, a uh, funny thing happening in Vegas that uh, I shouldn't... You know, people will not be concerned about this unless they smoke, but the smokers are being pushed out of Vegas slowly. You it, can smell it everywhere. Yeah. But it's, but you can are, still smoke in the casinos. But they're still out on the streets. They are, and also it's, it's more difficult to get a smoking room, a nice smoking room now. They're they're redoing their rooms, a lot of these resorts, and I think that they're seeing where the world is trending right. to. Fewer Americans smoking every year. So now if you want a smoking room, you're typically in an unrenovated room or in one yeah. of the less convenient towers. Don't you find it odd? They're just catching on to that now. I mean, England banned smoking 15 years ago. But that's the whole point. You're pub. Sin City, you're supposed, yeah, to, you're supposed to, to, whatever to do whatever your bad you habits are, you're yeah. supposed to be able to do them liberally in Yeah, well, they're Las clamping Vegas. down now. You can't have any fun. Well, but it was we still had fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I was curious there for a second when you when you said a nice smoking room. Yeah. yeah. What, what the difference was between a bad smoking room and a nice well, smoking I'll, I'll room? Well, I'll tell you the that opens. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll name names, in fact. So Treasure Island has something called a petite uh, suite. And uh, Carol and I tripped across it a, a few years suite? ago. Petite suite, yeah. You have to be under three feet tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for tiny people only. Yeah. It's it's a regular size room, um, but it has two bathrooms, two full bathrooms. So uh, your wife, my wife, really enjoys having her own bathroom. So we would always reserve a petite suite, and then. A couple of years ago, or 18 months ago or so, we went down to Vegas, and when we went to check in, they said, oh, listen, there, there isn't one available. And we were, well, we reserved that, which is, yeah. a one, you know, I hate that when you make a reservation, they accept the reservation, and then you get there and they tell you it's not yeah. there. So they put us in a different room, and then the next time, same thing happened. So I talked to a manager who told me, well, one by one, we've gotten rid of smoking petite suites. Mm -hmm. So now they have none. So you can still reserve it online, but if you want to smoke, you're not getting it. 
Huh. Right? So now you have so we moved to the Venetian. And this was the first time in this last trip where we went to check in and said, yeah, we'll take a smoking room. And they were like, ooh, uh, we don't actually have smoking rooms in the main resort anymore, but they have this tower, which, you know, in Vegas, a, a tower next door could be a five-minute cab ride. Like right, exactly. The yeah. hotels are big, right? But what they gave us was a patio suite. So it was a ground floor kind of deal yeah. with a wall around your balcony that was you can't see anybody, nobody can see you. You still can't smoke in the room, but you can walk out on the patio. And have a smoke. Yes, but they're going to get rid of those too. They're going to oh. I mean they're going to make them non-smoking as well. But for now, they're taking guys like me that reserved yeah. months ago and accommodating us, but down the road she said next time you come you won't be able to get You'll that be able room. to get it. Yeah. So what I noticed had changed was I'd go down I'd want to get like a 99 cent buffet or like oh, buffets are almost all days. gone. Or you could buy like six corona in a bucket yes. of ice and that would cost you like a buck. Yeah. But my God, those days have sure ended. Well, now you have to go to the store, buy the bucket and the beer. Yeah, right. And put it together yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing that rather annoyed me, I mean, everything else was positive. I love talking to the locals. And I couldn't believe, like, from cab drivers to mm-hmm. dealers, if you got a chance, they were all wearing their jerseys. Oh, you and mean uh, like uh, poker dealers? Poker dealers. Yeah, yeah, you don't stuff. mean like drug dealers. No, no. Yeah, I was no, walking no, the no, strip right. and I was walking up but, to all these hey, drug dealers. Hey, these hey, dealers. Yeah. But <laughs> nice I noticed jersey. a lot of the drug dealers were wearing uh, Golden Knights shirts. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah. They really embraced everybody in the city, embraced that. So were the homeless. People, yeah. and, and you'd, but you'd talk to some of the people. They knew everything about hockey. It's like all of a sudden, within six months, since six expansion teams started, yeah. everybody knew. They when I mentioned I was from Edmonton, they knew every all the stats on the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. right back to Gretzky. Yeah, you know, you, you could talk about uh, you know Marty McSorley if you wanted to. And the they guy, understood actually, some of the rules too, which was yeah, uh, very I, encouraging. I and thought, they didn't call it ice hockey. I found. Yeah, that was nice. They got rid of the ice part, which is nice as well. Yeah. The yeah. thing I found weird is that you tried to get out of the, the casino to go out for a walk or something, and then there'd be someone would haul you like this guy comes running up to me and says, oh, my God, he says, you look terrible, and he hauled me into this little beauty salon. Next thing I know, he's putting oh, yeah. cream under my Don't. eyes, and I couldn't get away from him. Did you get the nail lady? That must have been, that was part, part and parcel of the whole thing. I didn't let him touch my nails or my feet. Oh, next thing I know, he's putting cream under my yeah. eyes. <laughs> I went out for dinner that night, and they said, are you okay? I said, why? They said, you look like Alice Cooper. There's stuff running Really? I got on. the uh, I had the nail lady last time or the time before. You just you want to do your nails? Well, what they do is they it's a pop up thing, right? And you're walking along, typically killing time while you wait to find your wife again, who's gone into a store, right? So you're just walking along, trying not to make eye contact because yeah. you don't want to have anybody. And and there'll be a an attractive woman, quite attractive, I shall I should say, <laughs> who will say, hey. And she'll put her hand out like she's going to shake your hand. Yeah. And when you put your hand out, because we're Canadian, very polite, she grabs your hand and turns it over and she starts rubbing a nail. Yeah. And she goes, watch this, watch this. And the nail looks fabulous. Like she'll do it. And it's a manicure in like, like a magic act. Right. And she'll yeah. go, look at that. Eh? And you're like, oh my God, that is good. Uh, and then she'll go, do you want the rest of the nails done? Uh, well, how much is that? Well, that's 150 bucks or whatever. It's like, well, no. So you walk around for the rest of the day. I swear, this thing is so shiny now. And you're like a rock star. Yeah, it looks, something's it. gone wrong on that one nail. But she somehow gets the little white to show, and it's all shiny. You did it in, like, seconds. It was some kind of, like, cream or something. I don't And she buffs it real quick, and it's yeah. like, whoa. Well, it might be Vegas. It might, might, be, it might have hypnotized you to think it's shiny. It's possible, yeah. yeah. I might not have even been in Vegas or True. a mall. Me neither, by the looks of how fast the trip went. Did you do any shows when you were down there? I didn't. No, didn't do any shows. I, I kind of got, after we did the, the arena, yeah. and, and looking at the hockey game. That arena's quite which something. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. It, we went out that night, and uh, it was quite a late night. A lot of fun. And uh, But after that, I kind of 
I went to pawn shops. I was looking for, uh, just looking at music gear, because there's oh. no better place to look for is guitars. That's the story you're sticking to? Yeah, that's what I'm sticking with. After day one, you were like, yeah. I wonder what this <laughs> ring is worth. Yeah, really. Yeah, there was a lot of lineup of sad-looking people <laughs> yeah. in there, too. Oh, there always is. But, uh, no, that was a lot of fun. I had a weird thing that happened. I went down to extend my checkout stays, and I was I was down in the hotel, and I looked behind me, and uh, the guy looked really familiar. A woman came up and said, you gentlemen, are you taken care of here and everything? And I said, yeah. I said, thanks very much. I'm just going to go up here. I'm just going to, I don't leave for a while, so I'm going to get another couple hours. And I looked behind me, and I looked at the guy, and I went, you're Eric Singer, aren't you? And he's the drummer for Kiss and Alice Cooper and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. He's standing there all wow. by himself, black T-shirt. You've got on. a good eye for that, though. You you, Because a lot of people would stand next to him. And, and wouldn't have know. a clue. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's not... He's not like Gene Simmons. He's not singing or, yeah. or doing anything like that. Right. He's, just got, he's all by himself. He's just got a little road case, but I've admired his work forever. And I did get to meet him once on, on the tour with, with Kiss. And what a just a nice guy. And so we started talking about, we said, well, what did you do when you were here? And I said, well, uh, I went to the hockey game. And, and then I spent a lot of time. I did a full shift at pawn shops <laughs> really? in West uh, Vegas. And he goes, oh, did you see any cool stuff? I said, yeah, there's lots of vintage gear here and like an old Marshall, 50 amp Marshall for like 50 bucks. And, I was, and he said, did you see any drums? And I was like, yep, lots of snare drums. So he was thinking of taking a cab and really and checking Has it he out fallen too. on hard times then? Or? Not at all. Just he oh. likes to collect stuff. Really? Right? Yeah. I think they're out on tour again, but... A lot, of, a lot of people gamble like in Vegas. Behind. Did you do that at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I ended up uh, gambling a little bit. What'd you gamble on? Well, I, I did what you did. You told me to go to the penny slots. That's right. So I went to the penny slots at the Bellagio. Don't never bet the minimum. No, and I had a wonderful, about three or four hours, I was up, I think, about 300 bucks. Ooh. Yeah, and they... Uh, they were coming by with free drinks. Yeah, and uh, and I, I was time was flying though, and, and and the buzzers would go off, and I, this is I'm doing wonderful, and then all of a sudden I don't know what happened. <laughs> it, it went from three hundred. <laughs> this is a very common story. Yeah. 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 Well, I was doing it's not, well. It's not then. just me. Anyway, I brought home. I had to show Deb. I mean, it was and it's on the fridge now, because I, I kind of you get the stub when you say it's time mm -hmm. to cash out, yeah. and then there's a, the bells and stuff yeah, yeah. go off, and then it, they print you. You go to receipt. a machine to get you. right. Well, yeah. I just kind of walked by the cash right the cashiers. I went, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. And everybody's looking at me, oh, he must have a lot of money there. Yeah. It's five cents. Five cents, yeah. And I came back with five cents. A lot of people just leave that in the machine for yeah. the next person. I want to keep it as a souvenir. Yeah, yeah. how bad a gambler I really am. I always know how Carol's doing because she'll walk over really quietly to whatever machine I'm on and yeah. slide that into my machine so I know it's less than 30 cents. Right. <laughs> just, See, there you go. I the wish, paper cost more. I wish I had a Vegas story, but to be honest, I've actually never been. What? I've never been to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, you're going to have to check it out. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's worth quite, it. Yeah. Just, it's just it's amazing. It's not worth it at all, honestly, but it is worth checking out. It's larger than life to see yeah. it. It's yeah, I need to go. Just for me growing up in Ontario, the common destination similar to Alberta to Vegas is Ontario to Florida. But it's just not the same, yeah. you know, the no, lights and the all the, the pageantry all. and all the entertainment mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. But it's just, it's the price, Yeah. right? From yeah. Ottawa to Florida, it's a few hundred bucks as it is yeah. here to Vegas. But I've just never taken up the opportunity. Do you know, uh, and Gord, I think you'd agree with this. Uh, the one difference beyond all the other differences from Vegas to, say, a Florida, you can't go on a Vegas trip without seeing at least one unusual thing during the week. Yeah, like just something that will stay with you. Yeah, and you. you'll just yeah. go, did I just see that? Yeah. Like, whether it's a person passing out in the casino and security trying yeah. to wake them up or some... Street performer doing something yeah. wacky or some show that is really yeah fabulous spectac or, spectacular. Yeah, there'll be one thing though every trip where and we've gone a dozen times. There's always one thing that you're like, "What did that just happen?" And there was a late. We saw a lady passed out 
in a casino, not drunk, I don't think, just passed out. Yeah. And security came, and they were kind of like, uh, you okay there, ma'am? And she was, like, not responding or anything. So they started to try and get her up, right? And her boyfriend was standing there, and he was like, you know, I think she's fine. Mm. Uh, but she was told that if you pass out in a the casino, they stuff your pockets with cash. And the security guy was what? like, that. that's no. just not true. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> and she was like, are you kidding? Like, she suddenly so she came to life. Yeah. Oh, my God. And out they went. That's so funny. But it sticks out. It was better than Cirque du Soleil, that. It was yeah. like, it was free, yeah. shorter, and more, you know, quite entertaining. I shouldn't say more entertaining, but... I mean, you know, it's not all about gambling and no. everything, too. I went down to the what, the, the second it's day. It's also the there. drugs and the hookers. Or, so yeah. they... or you can go get some culture. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, culture. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I, I thought down, you were going. I went down yeah. to the mob the mob museum, which is right. in the old courthouse down at, uh, what is it called? Old Fremont? Yeah, Fremont, Fremont Street. Street yeah. So that's old Vegas. So I went down there. It was so hot. I couldn't believe it. So you go in there. I, just, I did a, about a seven-hour shift, and there's a beauty. If you ever get a chance, go take a look. When I came out, though, I went, oh, my God, it's 5 o'clock. I got to get back down to where I am mm-hmm. on the strip. And, you uh, took the deuce? No, I just took a cab. The deuce takes you right down the... I know, I heard th- things okay. you learn. See, I haven't been there yeah. a long time. But anyway, I walk out, there's nobody there. It's so hot. I said, where is everybody? <laughs> they left. I could, they left. They, and I, I'm walking down, you know, they've got the canopy above. It's all covered, yeah. Yeah, there was nobody there. Really? It was. I think there was one guy that was a statue. I finally stopped. So there would have been no lineup for the zip line. There was no lineup. Any... Not for nothing. There was Did no... you go on that? No, but I could have. Yeah, you there didn't was do no Vegas, lineup. right? I'll tell you that right now, Gord. <laughs> Next time I'll make more uh, detailed notes for you. Well, thanks for the penny uh, yeah. gambling idea. I had a riot. Good. I came home with five cents, so that's, you know, I'm up five. Well, if you came home with money... You did well. Thanks. I, I came home with uh, debt. I'll tell you what I left behind was my self-respect. Uh, we have to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of self-respect, uh, when we come back with more, uh, more with Gorse Thank you. Still to come on the show today, uh, we're going to be joined at uh, 2.30 by Ward 1 City Councilor Andrew Knack. Uh, he's going to talk about, uh, what is it he's going to talk about? Placards for the disabled, but some other things as well. And then listen to this. Julie Matthews, your old friend, Gord. Yeah, for sure. Troubleshooter. That's right. Next troubleshooter. Uh, consumer expert now. She's going to talk about the art of effective complaining. Anyway, you asked me where it had been. Yeah. Vegas well, that How did we get into... Well, I, I guess know. that's how it started, right? That took care of one So that one wasn't week. a month. No. Well, where were you the rest of the time? Well, I guess we had a promo shoot at Global, you know, one of those fall mm. promo shoots, because Carol Ann's not going to be there in the fall, so we had to do new pictures with Nancy Carlson, which right. was wonderful, and Jesse. Then we had our fall launch, where they, you, they bring all the, the sales guys in to tell you about all the exciting new shows. You know Survivor's still still on TV. What season is that now? That's it's like, in the 30s. Is it really? It's it in be. the 30s. I just saw it. Pro- I don't watch it. Do you remember it. Richard, got... the first? Yeah. yeah. No, th- yeah. No, that's what I don't get. You're, just, you, you're like everybody, Brad. You said, I don't watch it. Well, who's watching it then? Because everybody I talk to say, how long has it been on? I've never watched that show. Well, if, if it's been on for the 30 years, are huge for us. somebody's watching yeah. it not telling us. I saw the, this last season, I saw a story here come across the wire, that this year's finale of Survivor was one of the most watched in the show's history. Really? Yet, have you ever met anybody who said, I watched Survivor? No. No, I haven't. No. no. It's, like real, the, it's, real, it's the Real Housewives. I think I nobody got out watches of it. Real Housewives except they lead in their in their time slot. Yeah, yeah. All, so it's people's guilty pleasure that right. they don't want to admit. Yeah. You know what? This will take you back because Linda Steele and I hosted the first Survivor back in those days when you know news was a lot of fun. Yeah, and they would they would come up with these crazy. I joined after that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would they we actually broadcast live. I think from the Shaw Conference Center uh, from the Survivor party after oh, yeah. the first season finale. Really? So when when was uh, Survivor uh, Australia? That was the second one, so that would have been 
2000. 2001. The first season was 99. I remember that. I was 99. a kid. I was 11 really? years old. So that 18 years ago then, you're saying? Yeah. So I, I guess I would have been married only seven years then. Uh, we went to the Outback uh, Steakhouse and they had a contest. Mm -hmm. If by the second commercial break you could predict who was uh, going to get voted off Survivor, they would cover your uh, meal. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we uh, predicted it correctly three weeks in a row. Got three free meals in a row. On the fourth week, I think, of not necessarily the fourth episode, but the fourth week we had You've always been a gambler, haven't you? Bit of a gambler, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a gambler. Uh, I like a rigged game, though, I'll tell you that. Uh, I wrote on my prediction, I don't think anyone's going to get voted off. I think someone's going to fall in the fire pit and be uh, hmm. airlifted out. Yeah, be stew. Yeah, and then about 20 minutes later, this guy falls in the fire pit and gets airlifted out. So the no. manager came, yeah. And he was like, uh, obviously you're cheating, and we're going to still buy your meal. Yeah. This week, but I'd like to know how. And I was like, well, it airs two hours ahead of Alberta in Ontario, and huh. my mother lives there. So I just phone her as we're eating and ask her. <laughs> you know you know what's interesting about that, oh, that's though? Great. That moment where that man fell in the fire pit, mm -hmm. I remember that episode. Yeah. It really exposed Survivor. So you have watched it. Oh, I was 12. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see? Now the truth comes now out. Now he, he remembers the minutia <laughs> yeah, exactly. of a particular episode. I remember what he was wearing that 20 day. years ago. <laughs> but, but it really exposed it because everybody was under that he belief. He also knew what year that was. Hey. Sorry. I was 12. Yeah. Everybody, it exposed Survivor. Everybody was under the belief that there was no one around them. Yeah. Well, somebody you know, has to be filming. Obviously, there was the film crew, but nobody believed that there was... They're you on know, a, a soundstage in Hollywood or something. Right. There was yeah, crews yeah. there to, to rescue them. And this guy falls in the fire. And it was within minutes that this whole flock of emergency mm -hmm. crews descend on this man. A helicopter's up in the air a few minutes later, and this man's getting evacuated. So it took away that allure of they're really out there alone. Yeah, right? that's true. It, and this guy gets out, gets full medical care, and is yeah. completely taken care of. <laughs> and then you start to think, okay, so how many people are actually there outside of just the film crew. Oh, I've read, I've read oh, yeah. some stories about that as to like what they city. do with the crew. Yeah, they have this other little town yeah. down the road where they've got all the facilities and they take shifts and all that kind of stuff. Where Jeff Probst is sweeting it up and living <laughs> yeah. in a king-size bed yeah. and eating full meals Comes and then goes and makes fun of everyone. Well, yeah, fresh about, as a daisy. What's the uh, spin-off show to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Is it uh, Bachelor in Paradise? Is that what it's called? You tell me. Here we go again. See, that was actually a yeah. bit of a test because you guys are like, oh, come on. <laughs> no. Come on, you've watched it. No. They had a problem last <laughs> season haven't. or the season before where they had to suspend filming and then they returned because there was allegations of a sexual assault during the filming. Hmm. And it's, again, you wonder how much control the crew has over what the participants are doing. Um, but, yeah, somebody, somebody was accused of assaulting a woman in a pool and so they suspended and sent everyone home, and then mm. there was an investigation, and they eventually brought all but those two back and right. continued with the series. Well, there's, there's always been that it's not a reality TV show, but with Jeopardy, apparently before the show starts, don't and it's been a rumor. Going on Jeopardy, yeah. <laughs> they show you all the answers, they just don't show you the topics. So you get this screen, and they I've show it to you. I've never heard that, is that right? Really? Yeah, okay. I've heard it as a rumor. I, they, obviously, Jeopardy's not going to come out and, right. and admit it themselves. I knew a guy that went a car on there once, and then he ended up paying a ridiculous amount of uh, taxes. Really? Oh, yeah? Quickly you sure tried. that wasn't Wheel of Fortune? Because I don't, I don't think you can win a car in Jeopardy. Well, maybe it was something like yeah. one of those game shows. He came back, he said, I won all this yeah, money, and then, then he had to pay the taxes, taxes on kicked it. in. Yeah. But, but to me, I mean, how did you know, remember that Ken Jennings guy? Yes. Where he won 50-some episodes and mm -hmm. two point whatever million dollars? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
do you really know all those topics that well? Like, I, I know there are people out there who have an incredible IQ. Conspiracy theorists, uh, are you? Okay. It was a rumor. And I just, I thought, <laughs> how did this guy go 51 days or whatever it was? That's not my problem with Jeopardy. I'll tell you my problem with Jeopardy because we watch it every night. My problem with Jeopardy is Alex Trebek. And his inability to get somebody to tell a story without <laughs> giving away the punchline to the story. It's like, I understand you met your wife when you fell through a skylight and landed in her bedroom. Tell us about that. And yeah, you're I, right. Well, that's, that's what right. happened. That's yeah. what happened. Like, uh, yeah. maybe say, how did you meet your wife? <laughs> Let the yeah. guy tell the story, yeah. right? Well, I know whatever he's doing seems to have worked. He's been there a while, but not well, as long. I think he produces I think he's been show. there longer than Survivor. You know he has. I think he has. And He's been doing that for so has yeah. those other two, uh, Sajak and not is it Sajak, yeah, Sajak, Sajak and, and Vanna, Vanna White. White. What yeah. does Vanna White even do? Can they not find in this day and age of technology a way to make the letters appear without her pointing to them? And it's funny because she goes outcry. and points to them, but they just flip over. Yeah, I know. Like she's actually well, now they don't even flip anymore. Now she just touches them and they appear now. Oh, like really? she touches the top right corner. Yeah. Now, you think with technology today, you don't need Pat Sajak either. But don't you don't need that. any of them. won't need any news anchors either. At this I point. will tell you this, though. You talk about having foresight and planning. Yeah. The, whoever invented those two game shows, wasn't it Merv Griffin? Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. The longevity of those fortune. two shows. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone involved in that has made a fortune. Good on them for thinking of it. Because game shows come and go now, and they try and be outrageous. You know, we're going to drop you from a height, or we're going to splash you with this, or we're going to, you know, make you do something silly. That's just a very basic game show. Or they'll just Both bring back what's old is uh, new again. Yeah, like exactly. The dating game. I've seen that on a love connection. Yeah. Things like that. A million of those. Unbelievably, we're out of time. Huh. That went quick again. I know. We already have Andrew Knack on hold, ready for the next segment. Oh, I see him standing out there. I feel bad. I feel bad now, because now he thinks this show is all about love connections and jeopardy. We'll ask him about a story we're doing about with the bike lanes and what uh, Edmonton and country, or cities right across the country. You said about. bike lanes, and he hung up. All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us again, Gord. We'll you do bet. it again next week. Sounds good. All right. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.